welcome to the According to This Podcast. This is your host, Andrew Williams. Today I am joined by a special guest, no Rob, no Devin. Um, we have a special guest from the Bigs. You can go ahead and introduce yourself, brother. Go right ahead. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Eugene McIntosh, one half of the Bigs. And we are um, your number one black-owned sports media outlet for Chicago. You can catch us at www.thebigs.us and on social media, it's at It's The Bigs. So what's up, everybody? Okay. So tell me how the Bigs got started. Um, I mean, I personally know I've been following you guys for, for a good minute now, but um, I don't know how many of my followers know where you guys got your start from. So go ahead and give us a little bit about the, uh, about the website. Well, the big started um, well. Me and Terrence, my partner is Terrence Tomlin, the other half of the Bigs. We um, we actually met through a mutual friend of ours, and um, he has the background in. Um, he has the background in the editorial world and in the uh, in that media world. Myself, I. Um, I have a sports, pretty good sports background. I went to uh, Mount Carmel High School. Um, I played with um, two should-be uh, Hall of Fame athletes in Donovan McNabb, who played for the Philadelphia Eagles, and Antoine Walker, who played for the Boston Celtics, most notably Miami Heat, a couple other teams. But So I have that sports background. I also um, went to Southern University to play baseball. So I have that, like I said, I have that background, and I also um, started a management slash production company, uh, Stay Humble Entertainment, maybe 2000, 2001. It's basically like um, a hub for upcoming hip-hop artists. We manage, do everything for them. So um, like I said, with that background, we basically just merged the two, man. It's like um, a cultural thing, you know. This, we basically came up with a saying, "I'm of it, he's in it," and like I said, it, it works. It, it it really it really works, man. It's 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 really flourishing right now. Okay, so who does um most of the uh, the social media? Because you know the way that I do it, like I this is my uh, website, but I have two other people that also do some of the social media. It's a guy named Devin and uh, my cousin Rob. We okay. Do it together, but who does most of the social media for you guys, or is it like a um, like a combination of the two? Yeah, it is really. Uh, we just, you know, we take turns. We we studied each other for the past. Like it's been a year. May uh, beginning of May made it a year. So over the year, we've grown. We've uh, found each other's strengths and weaknesses. So it, you know, like I said again, they, they work themselves out. So he knows what I'm strong at and. I know he's strong as so we just pick up the pieces. You know, I'm like I have a I have a bit more of a social following than he does. So I do more of the tweeting and more of the Facebooking and things of that nature. But he is more on the site and in tune with you know that type of thing. Okay, but I just yeah. wanted to give everybody a little bit of a background on you guys. Um, like I said, I've been following you for a little bit now, but I wanted everybody else to know where you guys come from. 
Yeah. Um, I did want to talk to you about, I, I'm going to go out of order a little bit. I wanted to, When I first started talking to you, I wanted to talk to you guys about the Bulls. <laughs> uh, I know that you guys, uh, you get to talk, you know, you go get in the locker room, you talk to the guys and everything. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the Bulls. The first thing I wanted to talk to you about is Jimmy. Of course. <laughs> I want you see, here's my theory. Here's my thing uh, with Jimmy. Uh, I know everybody loves Jimmy. Right. I don't love Jimmy necessarily as much as like most people that you see on, on Twitter love him like uh, Bulls blogger and you know all of the uh, all of the white guys. All of the white guys love Jimmy. <laughs> they, they love Jimmy. Me not so much. Um what is your opinion on Jimmy Butler? Um well I mean I think Jimmy Butler's a really good player. Very good. Player. You know, like if we just gonna well, okay, let's just say this. I don't know Jimmy Butler. Like most of the most of those reporters, they don't know Jimmy. Like they don't know these players. So to have an opinion about a player outside of his basketball skill is, you know, I'm not gonna go there because I'm just you know. So, but as a basketball player, Jimmy Butler is a really good basketball player. I just think he got in over his head. That's all. And he's not the first or the last to do it, man. Like. He got paid a hundred million dollars, and hey, man, he went Hollywood. Let's just say it, and he even admitted it. Like that's what gets me when you when we bring these things up, and then people get mad and hey, y'all hate Jimmy and all this. Jimmy admitted that he fell off this season. So I want to know. So what what do you think was the reasoning behind the Jimmy Butler versus Derrick Rose uh, narrative? that had been played out throughout the entire season. Do you think no, that's was, a, a real thing, or do you think that's just something that's perpetrated by the Chicago Bulls? Oh, yeah, that's just some media stuff, man. Them dudes, like I <clears> – excuse me. I I talked to Rose enough. I know his couple of his closest friends, his, his right-hand man. I'm not, you know, going to say no names, but I know them, yeah. so – that's all, Bull. Those guys have no problem with each other. It's just that the, the it's an on-court issue. Like, you can't just throw them on the court together and expect it to work. Now, so it was, you know, it was just, it was a more, it was just more of an on-court thing than anything. They don't have any personal feelings. Like, wow, they grown men, man. Well, I know personal feelings. You know, like, Rose, they're from two different walks of life. Like, come on, man. Grown men, just because they don't hang out and shit, you know. Yeah, but I mean, you know, that that's that's a normal thing, to be honest with you. Mike and Scotty didn't hang out. Exactly. They they weren't the best of friends. Exactly. They they tell you that very, very openly that they weren't the best of friends when they were playing basketball. Um but for some odd reason mm -hmm. there seems to be some big rift that they that, that has been um created. And I think a lot of it is because people just want Derrick Rose gone. Right, we know that. Like the 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 narrative is there. Like they, the one thing I don't think people understand is, like these guys. Okay, they're there for our entertainment, for the fans' entertainment. But those guys, that's also their job and their livelihood. So, yeah. you know, Rose. I don't think Rose wanted to tear his ACL. You know, so. Or his meniscus, or I don't think he wanted Taj Gibson to elbow him in the face to start um, training camp, you know? So when when people, you, 
Yeah, the narrative is there. So I don't think people thought Rose would, you know, get back to his MVP level. And I'm going to be first to tell you, maybe not first to tell you, but I'm going to tell you he didn't lose any of that ability. And if you're smart, you know that he was just trying to make sure he eased himself back in. Didn't hurt anything, anything below, anything above his knees is fine. It's okay with it. It's okay. You know? So you have I, the same mindset. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. You got the same mindset that I have. I mean, I've said this plenty of times. Um, people, if you follow the, the website or follow me, I was very, very happy with the season that Derrick Rose had this year. Right. Um, you have to really think about how much basketball he has not played. Um, and then you think about him having a surgery. Like, I don't think people remember. He just had surgery last year in March. Or maybe maybe it was uh, February. I can't remember when he had the, uh, the for the meniscus. I can't remember. But right. not too far removed from the time that he started playing basketball again. And then At he all, man. And in the eye and fractures his face and he can't do anything again. So again. he's not – his body isn't where he probably wants it to be, but the fact that he played as like more games in this one year than he's played in the last three years combined, like yep. that is a big thing. Like that's a hump, that's a hurdle for him to get over. So yes. we let him get over that hurdle, and then we see where he's at now. But I think it's so, so much vitriol towards Derek. Um, you know, that I, I mean, short of him coming out and. And just having this, like another MVP type, MVP caliber season, uh, people aren't going to really want him here. You you have people that that'll look at, at Russell Westbrook and try to compare the two. And I've always maintained that you can't compare those two because Russell never tore his uh, his ACL. All exactly. Tore meniscus. I mean, hell, I'm walking around with a torn meniscus right now. Wow, brother. <laughs> um, wow. you know you can. You can do that. You can't. I mean, you can't play basketball. You can't do much. But yeah, you could maintain yourself without. Right. But you can't expect for an ACL and a meniscus to be comparable. And I think a lot of people are trying to compare the two. And it's brought Derek down um, a lot of people's eyes. Um, something else that has brought people brought people down on Derek, I think, has been the Bulls organization. Um, I think they've consistently done him a disservice all the way back to when they claimed that he was um, clear play. When I think anybody who knows Derek or anyone in Derek's, um, you know, his family or his camp, he's, he always maintained he wasn't coming back. Right. So he felt comfortable with coming back and they threw that out there. Um, what, what, what are your views on the Bulls organization? Because they get a lot of, you know, they get a lot of negative attention. Deservedly so. But what, what is your thoughts on, on, on his organization and where they're at well, we know Reinsdorf's favorite team is on the south side. Yep. And you see what they're doing right now. So, But uh, <clears throat> as far as Derek is concerned, I mean, with that, with that whole thing, uh, well, as far as Derek is concerned, I, think, I just think he needs to be represented um, better. Like, I don't know who his – you know, his publicist or his PR people, anyone that handles that part of his work. I know BJ Armstrong is his agent, but, yeah. 
you know, as far as his PR work and him speaking to the public and that thing, he does need work with that. You know, but as far as the front office, I mean, they suck. Like, guard packs, they, you know, they got to, they have their own agenda. And that's just what it is. Like, they, we didn't, we didn't, they let Mike go, man. So, faith in, faith in what they do, I don't have any faith. Like, I'm just a fan, man. I'm, you know, when Rose, it'll, it'll, my faith is determined when, after next season, when my, when we see what happens with Derrick Rose. Other than that, whatever, man, <laughs> at this point. The eyes of them keeping them so slim right now that uh, I'm I'm waiting on the bottom to fall out. I know a lot of people just want the Bulls to hand the keys over to Jimmy Butler. And as good of a player as Jimmy Butler is, if he's your best player, you're not a very good basketball team. Man, please. I was – somebody argued me. I'm having – I was in the barber shop on Friday. It's now Tuesday. So I put up a post. One of the guys in the shop was arguing with me about Jimmy Butler and Clay Thompson. This is before Clay exploded for that game six, you know, that game six win. So I put on Facebook, you know, the guy was arguing with me. And after game six, is there still any question who the better player is, Jimmy Butler or Clay? And it's just like, come on, guys. Stop with the Jimmy Butler, man. Like, no, he's not. He's not. Uh, he's not a number one option in the NBA. No, he's not. Um, the difference between Jimmy and Clay, right? I think Jimmy is a better, a more well-rounded basketball player. Okay. But what I do, but what I do think is that Clay's ability to just erupt supersedes all of that. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Well, I just feel like. When you when you shoot the ball that well, you're always the most dangerous person on the court because you, like you said, you can erupt at any time. Like in some of the shots he were, he was hitting in that game six, um, he wasn't even looking at the rim. He didn't get the ball <laughs> above his head. He was shooting yep. from his hip. Yeah, <laughs> from like all kinds of weird angles and uh, not even getting his feet set. He's just shooting it up there. When he's shooting like that. You know, I know Steph is the, the best shooter we've ever seen, but he's not, you know, too far behind in that in that category. Uh, yep, yep. What are we talking about? I mean, we, we are we're talking about it now. Who did you have to win that series? Because before the series started, I said that OKC would win in six. And for four games, I was looking like Nostradamus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it happened. And you know what the funny thing is? Before, uh, at the end of game four, when they were winning, when they won, I said, the only thing that could stop OKC from winning this series is that they OKC the series. All right, of course. And they OKC'd it to hell. Of course they um, did. I just, but I mean. Are you surprised? You're surprised? I'm not, because I said, like, I, they're going to, oh, because they have a problem with closing games. So, right. I didn't really expect for them to be able to close the series. I, you know, and before I picked them to win it, I said that late game tendencies like is, is making it difficult for me to pick them, and it all reared its head. You know, I think a lot of people thought that it was Scott Brooks that was holding them back, but I don't think so. That's a lot. You know, that's what they do a lot of the times in pro sports. They fire the coach because these guys don't don't live up to the hype. Them two. Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, supremely talented. I would even say two of the top five basketball players in the league. Yeah. But they're just not very smart. 
Yeah. They're just not very intelligent about what they do at the end of games. And I think um, they got seduced into trying to do what Golden State did at the end of the games. And they're just not as good at doing that as Golden State is. Let me give you a quick stat. Russell Westbrook had the most turnovers in the Western Conference Finals in 30 years. Jesus. I'm assuming that Magic was the uh, the one before that. The Tragic Magic series. That's probably All right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly when it was. I saw a stat that in game, was it game six? He had had, for the first 46 and a half minutes of the game, he had one turnover. And then for the last minute and a half of the game, he had four. He had four, yeah. (laughs) Then you had KD in game, like, um, so I don't know. I don't know about KD. Like, I want to like him as a basketball player, but it's a lot of situations where it's just like he just fades away. And I don't know if that's because he's playing with Russell or if it's just something within him that that causes that. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think I like Katie. I, when they came here, we got a chance to talk. I had a, I actually had a, a run in with Katie some years ago when I was managing, doing some hip hop out in D.C. And we ran into him in the club. But I'll leave that for another time. But well, I met him, you know, I met him again at the uh, when Bulls played OKC this year. And um, after the game, we talked for a minute and um, he was cool, man. He was real cool. You know, so I got to like liking Katie, and I don't know. I think it's just – I think it's a, a combination of the two. Obviously, Westbrook is OC. Like, he's really good and talented, athletic, all that stuff. I still take a healthy Rose over Westbrook. But – And he's nowhere near where Derrick Rose was. When he was thank, thank, anybody, thank you, brother. Anybody who thinks that, just kill yourself. Thank, th- thank you, man. Derrick Rose and Russell Westbrook was a difference between Michael Jordan and Dominique Wilkins. Man, dude. That's the difference. Dude. But those are the differences right there. Like, Russ is really, really good at what he does. But Derek was an MVP for a reason. But you Thank you, man. Thank you, man. So, I just – I think that's just – I think it's a combination of him and Russ because it's like I'd have been told, Russ, come on, man. Like, me and you, is we too, we too good to not finish one of these series. So, that's on them. I think – personally, do you think he needs to leave? I said that, I mean, yeah, he needs to get out. First of all, I will leave the Western Conference anyway. I'll get the help. Okay. You're not winning. You're not not even going to the finals in the Western Conference for the next three or four years. Right. The Eastern Conference is wide open if you go to the right team. LeBron can only do this for so much longer. Yeah. If he goes to the right team, then maybe he could go on one of those runs where he's in the finals for three or four out of five years or something like uh, that. But the Western Conference isn't going to get it done. I agree. Um, I think he needs to get away from Russell. His best year as an NBA basketball player was the year that he didn't have Russell Westbrook. And that, that was a reason for that because he didn't have a crutch. He didn't have someone that he could lean on and say, well, you take this shot right now and I'll stand in the corner. He should right. never be standing in the corner. He should be the focal point of the offense at all times. And there are just situations where, like you said, Russ is just OC. And I love Russ. But sometimes he he sucks the life out of Kevin Durant. Yeah. 
and then you just like in that first half of that last game, you had like what was it, five different OKC players that are taking more shots than Kevin Durant. He took yeah, like, he took like nineteen shots last night or something like that. Yeah, Robertson took like five, I think, and KD took one or two or something like that. Like, man, what the hell? Anybody is, is does that make sense to anybody? <laughs> took, the Cabocephalosha clone is taking more shots than than Kevin Durant. Yeah, that I know. doesn't make any sense, and and a lot of that <laughs> is because of the way that Russ is playing is playing the game. Like it's cool to you know play downhill, but if you have a weapon like Kevin Durant, you can't have uh, uh, Roberson um, taking five times the shots that he's taking, even if you do yeah. have the lead. Yeah, I agree. Later, he's going to start missing those shots that he was hitting, and but but that, when he does that, Kevin Durant is no longer going to be in the game. Exactly. Um, you, I think he does need to leave. I don't know where he could go. Um, I mean, DC is always a good option. You have a guy, uh, you know, you got a ball out there. He doesn't necessarily want to score the ball as much. He wouldn't mind being a facilitator, but I don't even know if that would work. I don't know where he could go, to be honest with you, but I think he needs to leave OKC. Yeah, I'm with you. I think he should go somewhere out east too, and, and try to run the run a you know run a three or four year lick on him. Come on, come on over here, man. We we got room for you, Katie, Katie, yeah. Jimmy, Rose. That'll be you know. Yeah, uh, that'd be great. That'd be exactly what we thought we were going to get when Melo bitched out. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and, to, and uh, I don't want to say it because I don't, I don't. I never begrudge a man for taking money and right uh, taking care of his family and all of that. Right. I never right. said a bad thing about Melo ever. Right. Uh, I'm so, sure I'd like to see him in the Chicago Bulls uniform over Pally Saw. <laughs> all day. That would have been raw, man. But yeah, let him he, hey out of that one thirty was talking to him, so it's all yeah, good, Melo. I had a I had a we did a podcast about that and I had somebody on and I don't even know if anybody could hear the podcast because all we was doing was yelling at each other. Like <laughs> out your goddamn mind, you talking about leave money on the table. Ain't no, ain't no white owner ever left no money on the table. Black players you, to leave money. Man, you got to be crazy. I'm, I'm going with the one thirty. Every day of the week. Man, Lala, Lala was in that boy. Yeah, you, you, what? You what? Take this money. <laughs> I'm gonna leave you. <laughs> what? And I'm gonna take that money. Uh, so let's let's uh let, let's go to the finals. Who you got? Oh man, I mean, sh- I'm going with Golden State, man, the, the the champions. Until until somebody can beat them, I'm really not. A, I'm not a LeBron James fan at all. I'm not. Really a, you know, I'm not really a Steph Curry. My NBA day has passed. You know, so you know, so it's all good. I enjoy. I still enjoy these games and the players and stuff. But I grew up in the '80s and '90s, so yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I saw Big Mike. I saw I saw Jordan from '84 to '98. I saw Iverson from '94 to you know 2011. So I'm good, man. But yeah, I'm going with Golden State until until LeBron can show me otherwise. What about you? Now, everybody, I, I mean, I'm going with Golden State. Uh, I think while the games will still be. There'll still be a six-game series. I think this series will be a little bit easier for them than the last one was, to be honest with you. Me too. You have two players on the Cleveland Cavaliers that have to play for them to be good. 
Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love. Right. Like two of the worst people defensively at their mm-hmm. position. Ever. <laughs> yeah, maybe ever. Um, and you saw Kyle Lowry. Lowry and DeMar DeRozan look like, I mean, Lowry is a hell of a basketball player. They made him look like an all-timer in some of those games. DeMar right. DeRozan was just abusing anybody that they put on him. What's going to happen when you run a one-two pick and roll and it's Clay instead of DeRozan? Or if you run a one-three and you, then you have Kevin Love on on Steph Curry. It wasn't Kevin Love last year. It was um, it was Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson, right, right. Kind of stay in front of him a little bit, but then when Steph figured that out, he couldn't even stay in front of him. All day. Um, so it's going to be worse. Of course, they're going to score more points, right. but they're going to give up more points. Right. I, I see what you're saying because, like, last year was, like, Tristan Thompson and Delhi getting most of the minutes. Yeah, and they're better and, you know, they. Yeah, they 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 scrappy. You know, they not they not offensive players. So yeah, you losing some offensively, but that defense. Yes, yeah, yeah, man, that's a great point, bro. Damn, they're gonna score a lot, but they're yeah. gonna give a lot. Well, yeah, what you saying is yeah. So when they put them in those pick and rolls, and them, them niggas got wide open shots, then man, it might be. Whew. And another thing is like, okay, they struggle with OKC because OKC is athletic. They're fast. They're long. Cleveland ain't none of that shit. <laughs> they're not athletic. They're not long, and they're not fast. One player is all of that. They, they have one player that's all of that. Everybody else is slow, old, or unathletic. So, okay, Damn. yeah, you pick, you do. I mean, even last year, you. I mean, I was looking at Steph buckle LeBron, so I don't expect. I mean, okay, we just gonna put LeBron on Steph. No, you're not. No, you're not. Hell, no, you're not. Yeah. That doesn't work at all. No. And even if you did, now they have shooters all over the place. I think they're going to find that they're, we're going to see that their offense is going to run a hell of a lot more smoothly against Cleveland than it did against um, OKC. Um, and it'll probably be six games, but they're still going to win. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one, man. They might get ugly. Happened? So what happens if LeBron goes two two out of five, two and five in his um in his uh his finals career? Like what does that say legacy wise for him? Because we know he's not playing against like Durant and whoever else is out here. He's playing right. against like, as far as um he goes now. It's like it's about it's about championships now. But if he's two right. and five what is that? But what is that about his career? I mean, Isaiah got two, and nobody ever talked about him. We, me and me and one of the guys, one of the young guys, one of my young homies, uh, at Larry is legend. He, uh, he was saying that the other day, like, how come nobody mentions Isaiah Thomas? And that's just a me. It's another media thing. It's another part. You know, my my thing is with with things that happen. It's like part of a. You know, it's like part of the bigger plan. You know, to phase guys like that out. Like they never existed. Like look at how like when he got his two championships, right? He got his two championships between Larry and Magic's run. Yeah. So he should be but nobody ever talks about him. Um, and the middle of the mic and the middle of the mic takeover. Yeah, and 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 between Mike. So he was sandwiched in between for me, those are my three like my top three players of all time. Definitely. He was sandwiched in between them and somehow still found a way 
to get two championships. And I think they went to three. They went to three because did they go to three? No, they went to two. They lost to the Celtics. They didn't. Didn't they? No. Yep. Yep. You're right. Lost to the Celtics. But what does that say about LeBron and his legacy? Because I don't no, see didn't they, a lot of magics and mics. Wait a minute. Didn't they? Didn't they lose to the Lakers in the finals one year? Yeah, you're right. They did. That was a year that Isaiah turned his ankle. Right, right. He scored them 25. He scored that 25 so in the court. They go to three. They would have won that year. That was 88, right? Right. Yeah, that was 88. Right. Yeah, they'd have right. won 88. Right. Um, but if LeBron only finishes his career with two rings, can you somehow be amazed at the scope of his career and still disappointed in well, I'm not amazed at his career now. Mm-hmm. I think I think making the finals six straight times is a great feat. It is. But look, there's no reward for second place, man. Like, yeah, man, he made it too. Oh, who cares? You win more than you lose. And that's what separates him from Mike, Larry, Magic, Kareem, uh, <laughs> Kobe, come on, man. Shaq Diesel, Tim Duncan, the list goes on and on, man. So, same amount of rings as Steph Curry. Um, Thank you, brother. This year, this year, yeah, exactly. And then, man, don't get me started on LeBron, man. I don't. I, I'm not. I don't talk about LeBron because I used to think that Kobe's fans, because I'm a huge Kobe fan, right? Okay. But I know the difference between normalcy and insanity. I know Kobe Bryant is nowhere near as good as Michael Jordan was. Like, you know what I'm saying? I understand. That. Right, right. But I used to think the Kobe fans were the worst fans of anybody. But it is without a shadow of a doubt LeBron's fans. Oh, my you, guys. You yeah. can't say anything about LeBron. Beehive, man. They're the male version of the Beehive, bro. Anything you say about LeBron, it's like I was trying to have a conversation. I'm telling these guys, like I'm amazed that he got the six straight finals, but if he if he only wins two, I'm disappointed in that. Like the two things can both be true. He could it could be an amazing feat that he got there, and it could also be disappointing that he didn't win. Yeah, and I don't think that they can reconcile the two in their head. It's just like, well, he got there. Like, yeah, well, Magic got to nine. <laughs> he just happened. To, he just happened to win five of them, bitches. Like. Uh, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, people talk about Will Chamberlain like he was a loser because he only won two championships, but he was constantly losing to Bill Russell. Exactly. The guy with 11. With, with 11 rings. It's like LeBron has lost to the Mavs. He's lost to the Spurs. He lost to Golden State. Man. You know, and they're potentially going to lose to Golden State again. So he's going to have lost to the Mavs, to, to the, the Spurs twice, Golden State twice, and once to the Mavs. You know, these, I mean, and to be completely honest with you, outside of this, this is Golden State team, none of those teams were all-time great teams. He's just out there losing. And I think that's that I agree with you, man. You know, you, I, don't want to, I don't want nobody to, to clown me because I'm talking about LeBron James. You know, I, sorry, uh, LeBron fans, don't, don't send me hate mail. Don't clown me because I'm talking about LeBron James. I don't hate LeBron James, but I just think that I, I like to look at things. From a from a level playing field, and some of the shit that goes on with LeBron James, some of the things that need to be said at this point in his career, only having one two rings, is and I'm, somebody has to explain to me otherwise, um, and I don't think they can. 
say, I, 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 think, I, 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 um, I think I got everything I want to talk to you about, man. Let's see what you got. Um, anything you, you want to you pub, I mean, you know, go right ahead. It's your time. Oh, man, this, uh, can you hear me? I don't know what happened. Can, can you hear me? Okay. No, man, it's uh like I said earlier, man, it's the bigs. It's www.thebigs.us. And um man, we just trying to be the the voice for the people, man, for the culture, man. You know, we started that medium that ESPN and Comcast Sports, you know, they kind of corny, so we serving that medium to you know, to the culture, man, the people, the the real sports fans, the real uh the fans that want the real and not just some he say, she say. So we're going to give it to the people straight, straight like that, man. So just uh, keep up with us. You can find us on Twitter at It's The Bigs, Facebook, The Bigs, Instagram at It's The Bigs. Um, you can find my, me personally, Twitter at Stay Humble and my partner Terrence at Tomlin Does It. And that's it, man. I appreciate you, brother. No, we appreciate you, man. Like I said, I've been I've been keeping up with y'all for a good minute. Um, I want to link up. I'm always the the the, the whole thing about the corner sources is I want it to be like the people's the people's mm-hmm. podcast. So what I do is I have people everyday walks of life come in. They write something that they want to get out there. This is the platform to do it. So I've always enjoyed what you guys um what you guys do. So I definitely want to get you on, chop it up a little bit, and we did that. So. This is Dre. You know where to find us. According to sources at gmail.com. According to sources on Facebook. A2 sources on Twitter. If you have any questions, you can send it to the Gmail account. Um, you guys know the whole thing about the network. We got the, the network. You guys already know all about that. Um, so I'm not going to get into it. So we're going to sign off for Dre. Big. Yeah. Look. This has been a production of the ETMF Podcast Network. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Also, check out etmfpodcast.com to find more information on all of the shows.